Lam, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing okay. Staying inside like we're supposed to do here. We're in California here. You're in Atlanta, Georgia. I think we're probably both going through some of the same things. Yes, we are. And I promise you, I'm staying inside and, and trying to avoid as much contact as I can, which is not easy. It's not fun, but it's something that I think uh, we have to do. Yeah, and I, I liked your tweet this morning with the new normal showing your your, your desk and, and people are getting used to uh, this being, this is how we do business now, huh? It is. You know, we're, we're moving through phases of this pandemic. Uh, and quite honestly, many of the things we're seeing, unfortunately, in most situations are predictable. But one of the other parts of this this experience is we're going to figure out new ways of working. We're going to figure out new ways of communicating. We're going to figure out new ways of coming together. And this morning I, I was talking to my wife and I said, you know, and I happen to be somebody who's worked from home for, for years, actually. So I'm sort of set up to do that. I said, we need to share a picture. Maybe others will share a picture as well. You know, just what's your new normal like? And uh, that was my attempt to say, we're all in this together. We're figuring this out and we'll be okay. And uh, maybe some of us will learn some new skills. Right. Right. There is. And this is a time when the community has to come together. Look, I was at the store last night and again, shelves are empty of paper towels and toilet paper and things like that. And it is there's clearly enough to go around. And yet people are feeling panicky. I like your idea of showing the new normal and maybe bringing people together and, and really focusing on the people's community spirit here. Our 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 community as a whole, showing compassion to one another this weekend. If you remember on our last podcast, we talked at the end of that podcast about uh, the humanity of, of, of people to others in, in difficult times. I, I've gone through that myself. I, as I mentioned, I had a serious illness and people reached out, even complete strangers who was, I had to do some travel and they could see that I had a had, had a problem. I was carrying a IV antibiotics with me when I was going through TSA, for example. It was. It just really struck me that in moments of need, we can really care uh, about each other. And um, I, I think, and, and as we talked, we're going to see that in, in this situation as well. And what's been fascinating over the past couple of days, as you watch the various reports on television, you're starting to see the good news stories come into play. You're seeing the, the, the musicians who are giving their concerts. You see people with Christmas lights singing uh, a Christmas carol about and making, bringing the quarantine in place. You're hearing about restaurants that are serving people in need. You're starting to see uh, college students coming together to deliver food for people who are homebound. But that's an example of what we're going to see. Yes, we have people who are hoarding. Yes, we have people who don't listen to directions. And my golly, I wish they would. But we're going to see the, the, the things that are going on that, that shouldn't be going on. But we need to keep our minds focused as, as we go through this on what people can do for each other. And I think that's really special and should always be, um, should always be praised and always be welcomed. I, well, like everyone, heard that there's a great need for human blood, so I called my local place where I give blood, and they're fully booked. So people are stepping up, uh, even in these times, even in California. It's it's a lovely thing to see. And and, and that's that's one of those, in a, in a very in an unfortunate way, actually, it's one of the good news kinds of stories. Cancer patients need blood. 
Um, there are other people who need blood too, obviously, and, and trauma victims, and that, that, that need is not going to go away during this crisis. So to the degree that people can consider giving blood, that they can reach out, those, those needs keep on going. You know, we, we're, 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 we sometimes get so focused on the moment, on what is the, the top of mind moment, the top of mind headline, the top of mind things that are blaring out from our television sets, our radios, whatever, the headlines in the newspaper. But there are other things that keep on happening. And we need to remember that other illnesses, other circumstances don't stop. Cancer being one of them, heart disease, diabetes, stroke. Uh, those things don't stop. They don't go away. And we need to be prepared at, to take care of the current major problem. But we have to pay attention to the existing issues that we've routinely dealt with. They're, not, they're certainly not routine events when you need a blood transfusion. But we need to remember that that part of life still goes on. And we here at the American Cancer Society are very aware of that. We are very proud of our funding of early career scientists. And if uh, this uh, impacts research. It may impact us. It may impact that. So we really, it's a tough time. We can't be, you know, out here uh, distracting people from what is a major pandemic, but we're all feeling it. We're all making sacrifices here. And it's an important message to remember to help wherever you can. One of the things I noticed here, we saw this week was a lot of coverage of spring breakers down at Florida in the beaches, not paying attention. And then at the same time, this morning, I saw a, a tweet from Gucci Mane, who has 8 million, sorry, 5 million. No, is it 8 million? Let me see again how many followers. 8 million followers on Twitter. And he tweeted, let's all be careful and responsible. How important is it that we get people with widely read voices, especially to the communities that may not pay the price personally from this pandemic? Well, I mean, that 8 million followers is a lot of followers. There's certainly a lot more than I have, and I assume a lot more than you have as well, David. So uh, good good for him. Uh, I, I want to comment on the, on the, the people who were at the beaches uh, celebrating spring break. That visual, to me, was one of the most problematic scenes that I've seen in this entire situation. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it or give it too much exposure, but I have to say from a personal perspective, uh, that was incredibly upsetting because those those young folks can become vectors to people who will become ill and potentially die. And um, I think that's enough said on that particular point. On social media, one of the one of the things is good things coming out of here. I mentioned previously that about uh, you know people musicians who are doing concerts online. Cardi B put uh, some uh, a, a video online that somebody else took and turned to music, and it became it just became the the, the number of, of views increased dramatically. Um, Bono, Willie Nelson, you know whoever it may be, people who have that kind of presence in the public mind uh, and public view are incredibly important when they deliver information that's accurate. They have the power in social media to make a huge difference. I, you and I can do these discussions, whether it be by podcast or online videos, and we have people who watch them and thank us for doing them. When somebody who has hundreds of thousands or millions of, of followers 
that impact is just multiplied incredibly, uh, an incredible number of times over. So I appreciate, and you appreciate, and many of us appreciate when they do what they do to help people understand what has to be done in a moment like this. Unfortunately, there's another side to that equation, and that's people of influence who don't provide the right information. We wrote, we wrote a commentary, we did a video earlier this week, you and I, where we talked about a columnist in a major nationwide newspaper, someone who has influence, who basically said that this, what we're going through as a nation in terms of the uh, financial uh, in, impact and, the, and the, the problems that all of us are starting to see, that it was really not necessary. Uh, that we should just go ahead and get through this and we'll be fine and we're overstating it. I thought that columnist, in contrast to some of the artists that we talked about a moment ago and some of the influences, influencers we are, are, are highlighting here, I thought that columnist did a grave uh, injustice to what's going on. Basically, they were saying, let it happen. It's okay. We're overdoing it anyway. Um, save the businesses, which we, I, we all hope we can save businesses, but at what cost? And the cost from my perspective is numbers of lives lost. So those are two sides of the same coin. I much, I'm much more in favor as you can probably guess and probably tell of so people who are in the public eye doing what they can do to move us through uh, this this moment in time. And again, like many have heard, we will get through this. And the sooner we sooner we listen to what we have to do and take it to heart, the sooner we will be through it. Len Lichtenfeld, Deputy Chief Medical Officer for us here at the American Cancer Society. Thanks again for your help today. Thank you. And Bono, if you're listening, I apologize for Len calling you Bono. <laughs> we'll talk to you Sorry. again next week. Sorry about that. I'll do better. <laughs>